0: This is Paul Robinson. You're listening to Starseed, an intrepid adventure with Mark Glenn Moore. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're talking with Mark about his experiences at a very young age to the spiritual realms and introduction to astral travel. We will also be discussing in this podcast series about Mark's intergalactic education and his experiences with the star travelers he calls the light people from the Pleiades.
1: Hey, Paul. How are you? Good. All right. Yeah. No, this was very, very early on. This first experience happened when I was around the age of two and a half. Wow.
0: Extraordinary. When you actually look at the product of of this experience, uh Mark has a piece of paper with beautiful cursive writing on it and what what is the story behind that It's a letter essentially from your brother is that right
1: my brother um so I'm the first the eldest and then my brother and then my sister and so my brother um he died and passed very early about six and a half months old wow and the the piece of paper you're talking about is generated from he coming back to me in his spirit and asking me to write this letter and and more amazing that that I was <laughs> able to do it at such a young age because I couldn't write mm-hmm. at two and a half but that it showed up it showed up many, many, many years later mm-hmm. in its original form. And and it's been passed through my family. Everybody's seen it and everybody's read it. And nobody really understands the origin of it. And, and I've tried to explain it to my family. And, mm. well, well,
0: give me a little of the background now. It, it, You had it, obviously, when you were young, and then it disappeared into your family archives, essentially. And where did it resurface?
1: Yeah, resurfaced years later, after many moves, when I was 16 years old, Um, somehow, at that age, a lot of things were manifesting and becoming more evident to me, as far as this kind of stuff. And so my My mother went to her closet one day and and she pulled this box out and she handed me this envelope and she said, "Mark, I think this belongs to you wow. and and it, it really went through really a, a bunch of moves and how it resurfaced and became back into my possession since I wrote it right and then it came back into my my possession is all, uh, uh, another one of those really fantastical uh, events. I think. It, it you, you got it back when you were sixteen or you... yeah it came it, the the physical letter yeah right was put into my hands and at have sixteen you, have you had it in your possession
0: since you were sixteen yeah oh mm-hmm. okay that's amazing so and did it it didn't just
1: stay with your mother no at that point she gave it back to me i um, mean uh, no 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 the family the no the family uh, where it went nobody knows it was it was locked away in some box or something that made uh, through many moves right physical you know moving from house to house and different moves and then right. it surfaced again
0: right this this letter that mark is talking about if any of you remember uh, lessons in cursive writing they used to have a thing on the blackboard that would show you what the correct shape for each letter of the alphabet would be and it would show you the correct height for a capital letter and for a small oh, yeah. case <laughs> small case letter would be exactly that I- height if you look at this letter the every letter in in this is perfect to that template it,
1: it looks just like it's written by somebody who wrote that that guide for the blackboard. That's a great observation because you know I was two and a half when I wrote this. It was channeled, right. so I didn't know how to write. And yeah, when I tried to when I became a student mm-hmm. at five six years old, I learned cursive. But this is before I learned how to write. And you're you're absolutely right. It's written on legal paper, right? Um, so my dad uh, was an attorney, and. Do you want me to start the story well, yeah but uh,
0: as I was saying, if you had any parents who were good at cursive writing at you know the italic typewriting, this is picture perfect i mean it it's as if a machine made it every letter every a that has done this in, in as a small a is exactly the same. It's like you had a grandmother who was just extremely adept at cursive writing, and this was her. Her best day, uh, it, just writing completely between the lines. This 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 whole letter is is exactly like that. It's just the, the most incredible example of correct cursive writing that I've seen. And Mark did this when he was two and a half. Um, yeah, two and a half. Okay, now. Starting. So
1: I mean, just to to restate, I I could not write at two and a half. Right. First of all, okay. much much less be able to see those ratios and get them exactly right. So tell me about this this letter so my my brother at six and a half months old he he died of uh SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome, which they didn't know much about back then because it was in the early sixties. I was born in sixty two and he died when I was about two and a half, so you, you know there you have it and they didn't understand, but basically he went to sleep. And the next morning when my parents went to check him, he was gone. He stopped breathing in the middle of the night. And so they don't really know how how that happens, whether, I mean, you tuck the baby in too tight or some speculation is secondhand smoke can contribute to that. My parents did smoke, but nobody really knows why an infant would die. All right. But he did. And so, it wasn't that long after he passed that I was asleep in my bed, and I I had a bedroom to myself, bunk beds, because he was... Well, this is kind of sad, but he was to be in the bunk below me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that was the plan. My sister had her own room, and we were to... yeah. You know, so, I was in the top bunk. Wow. And uh, so... It wasn't that long after, and he came to me after he died in his spirit. And he came into the room, and I was asleep, and he woke me up, and he was just bright. He was a bright light over me, and he says, Wake up, wake up, wake up. I need you to do something for me now. And I'm, I'm just like, what? You know, I mean, okay, What? So almost in a hypnotic state, I climb out of the bed, down, and he's instructing me to get the a legal pad. He, my dad's, one of my dad's legal pads, and and a pen. And you need to write this down for me. So so two and a half. Could you speak pretty fluently by that point? I yeah. I, I learned to speak early. Uh, yeah, I learned okay. to read early and speak early. I don't know why, but uh, I did. Uh. But he's communicating telepathically i mean this is not he's speaking to me in thoughts right it's not like it's english words per se it's like thought i want you to do this for me thought right. and you need to get up now and i need to show you where you get this material and we need to do this because uh, this is something important to me so it was like yeah you know but before this this part happened i mean i was just amazed at at how bright he was he was sparkly and big and and happy you know and 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 just a uh, big big bright spirit you know and and so you know and so we only had like on earth like this short amount of time to get to know each other but i guess it was enough for this right and so yeah so i i I got up i found the legal pad and i got the pen and he says here's what i want you to write for me did you ever have a sensation that you knew him maybe for before this life or just in some other state yeah i've had a lot of thought about that and and most likely, we've had multiple lifetimes together. He's probably part of my spirit family. He, he has to be. Because the familiarity and the fact that, you know, when when he was little, he cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And, cried. and, the, and my parents couldn't stop him from crying. There was something, I, I don't know if there was anything physically wrong or he just, he, he just didn't belong right now. Had a sadness to get out. And so my parents would put me in, the, in his crib and he would stop crying. Wow. I was, I was, the, I was the. That's what they did. Thanks. They couldn't stop him consoling him. They just put me in his crib and he stopped crying. You'd sue them. And I'd sue them, yeah. So, I mean, there, might, there, there has to have been, like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Past connections has to be. Sure. Yeah. I know I say
0: everything. Well, and in, it's funny at two and a half, you're you're pretty close to your your source, and it's much easier, I think, to feel that source. You know, if, if the people are going to see other entities, call them angels or whatever, that it's, it, it's usually down there at those young ages, so they can see them
1: clearly, and then as your other. World starts to congeal, you lose sight of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. As a child, yeah, you you don't have those governors on yet. You don't have those walls built up. You are definitely open to those sensory experiences. Yes, yeah. and,
0: and a lot of other people saying no, that that's not there. You know <laughs> that that comes into it also. So he he came to you and he asked you to write this letter.
1: Yeah, he and this was sometime after he passed and i i don't know specifically if it was the night he passed or if it was weeks or months because you know uh, uh, at that age i can only remember the event i don't i don't have a um, chronological right yeah yeah the time frame on it but it was soon after he passed he came back and he said i need you to write this to to mom and dad this message yeah right? and the message is for your mom and dad it was specifically for my from him to my parents wow of his trying to tell them why he had chose to leave and he was really concerned about the blame and the guilt and i mean the whole thing when a child when a child dies the parents suffer it's It's never good, oh. and it wasn't good for my parents. They never recovered from his passing. It oh, wow. was pretty much the beginning of the end for their relationship
0: oh, that's so sad
1: and and also created difficulties for me
0: yeah
1: in my relationship exactly. with my parents because they they kind of checked out a little bit uh my dad and my mom on different levels the this sort of thing you know it is just difficult for parents it's
0: super hard you know I, faith doesn't necessarily come have to come from religion it just comes from an overall knowledge that the universe means you well and that's kind of to me what faith is and if you don't have that then everything else just kind of falls away and goes south and nothing against the south but that you know you got to have faith and this faith that the universe wants you to be happy you know that's just my personal philosophy and so this letter did you want to read it to us or
1: and and i think you're right paul the the universe is intelligent yeah and it does want us to be happy and it wants us to be smart and joyful and 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 participating so yeah this is kind of an interesting thing and all right so i'll just read the letter right As it was channeled. So this was channeled to me. I just want to be clear. I could not write at two and a half years old. Well, yeah.
0: In the meantime, meantime, you're talking to your brother telekinetically.
1: Telepathically.
0: Telepathically. And still you're able to physically write a perfect letter, at least handwriting-wise. Yeah, but he moved my hand.
1: So all I had to do was get up. Right. Grab the pen. I'm in the physical body. He's in the astral body. All I had to do was get up. Get the pen and paper, right? And he did the rest. Wow! And I just sat back and went, "Whoa, really?" Do you remember
0: what kind of pen it was?
1: Um, well, yeah, it was one of my. Well, it, here it is. It is an ink pen, right? Uh, one of my dad's black pens, right? This is the original. I'm I'm showing it to Paul yeah. right now. This is it's, the original, and and you can see it's been handled by so many people in my family. It's, yeah, it's got human human grease all over because it because <laughs> nobody could understand it, and nobody could really put a moment it's nearly unfathomable but it's super clear it's like oh wow but it's super sweet so this is what my brother channeled to me after he died when i was two and a half so i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to read this and do it right so this is my brother michael Dear Mommy and Daddy twinkled the star in sending a message down from afar. God needed me up here on high to teach the angel a lullaby. There's a fluffy cloud that makes my bed, and the biggest rainbow shines round my head. We slide down the cloud banks and play ball with the moon. There's laughter and gladness to keep us in tune. I know that you'll miss me, but please don't be sad because tears make the angels feel pretty bad I've picked out a baby that's up here above and when you are ready I'll send it with love now please don't be grieving because I'm having fun being God's littlest angel with love from your son and the baby he's talking about was my sister right? Yeah. who came later
0: uh-huh
1: amazing totally amazing
0: two and a half years old perfect cursive a, a beautiful poem that has been delivered from the other side for more of Starseed, an intrepid adventure with mark glenmore go to mark this has been a paul robinson production see you soon